0: Mutiny Radio, two seven eight one twenty first Street at Florida Street.
1: Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good everything. How's it going? Uh, this is G Money, and we're gonna play a little uh, the Speed Gibson, and we'll be right back.
2: secret police nears Black Pass where the octopus is supposedly awaiting them, Clint orders Barney to turn off his course and head for Nagchuka, main gateway to the Tibetan capital, Lhasa. He plans to leave Dr. Kingsley and little Jean there for safety's sake, not knowing that the octopus and Kwan Wu have also flown there. As the boys fly over Nagchuka, however, they see a plane below which they recognize as belonging to their enemy, the octopus, and Barney hastens to land beside it. Uh, Be careful, Barney! you're going to land at too fast a speed, you'll crack us up. No, I won't, Clint. Just hold on a minute and I'll have you down and we'll have the octopus. I sure hope you know what you're doing, Barney. Look, people are running out from that building and looking at us. Well, I don't wonder. They probably think a lunatic is flying this plane. Hold tight. I'm setting her down. There, we're down. Didn't I tell you I'd do it? Uh, Yes, you needn't have bounced just like a rubber ball. Pull up right beside that octopus plane, then cut your motors. Speed and I will go back and get the others ready to climb out. Okay. Better keep your guns handy in case the octopus saw us coming. Gee, Clint, do you really think we've got him cornered at last? Well, I don't know, Speed. You know how he is. Furthermore, the octopus may not be flying this plane himself. Perhaps it's just one of his band. Maybe. We'll soon find out. Hey, that really was a landing, fellas. What happened? Did Barney hit a bump? No, no, Bob. But we spotted an octopus plane. And we're taxiing up to it right now. An octopus plane? Oh,
3: dear. I hope he isn't here.
2: Golly, Gene. You ought to hope he is. He couldn't do anybody any harm here in Nogtuka. They're awful strict here and watch everyone. We have to know all about him before they let him go on through into Lhasa. All right, everybody out now. But Dr. Kingsley, you and Jean stay in back of us. Can't tell what might be awaiting us. Well, whatever you say, Clint. I'll go first. You follow me, Bob, and keep your eyes and ears open. You bet. Here we go. Oh, here comes someone to meet us. Looks like some sort of an official. Well, we can save time, I guess, by asking what he knows about this plane. Who are those fellows with him? Look like policemen. Now, you take care of Gene the doctor's feet and let us do the talking. Oh, okay. Say, this fellow doesn't look any too friendly, Clint. Yeah, don't worry about that, Bob. They're very careful here. Besides, he doesn't know who we are. Which of you is Clint Barlow? Well, well, I am. But how did you know? This is your plane? Well, it's the property of the International Secret Police. We came here. Is this all of your party? No. My aide, Barney Dunlap, is still inside the plane. Not anymore, pal. Who's this guy? The mayor? My name is Moo. Moo? <laughs> you find it funny? <laughs> Very funny, pal. It sounds like a cow, you know. Moo Moo. Now but... take it easy, Barney. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he knows I'm only kidding. Have you told him about the octopus? And yeah, I was just about to. Enough sure, of but... this talk. Clean Barlow. You and your party are under arrest. You. What? Uh, Uh, What what do you mean? Why? There must be some mistake, Mr. Moo. Why? We're the secret police. Yeah, and we came here to arrest somebody, not to be arrested. Nevertheless, you are under arrest. Any pleas of innocence you wish to make must be made at headquarters. Come with me. (laughs)
4: I can imagine how Clint Barlow feels at this moment, Kwanu. Careful, master. The chief of police is apt to return at any moment. It will take him a little time to see that our uh, friends are safe in their cell. (laughs) Meanwhile, we can talk freely. I shall feel better when we have left Nagzuta and are safe in our headquarters at Lhasa. Barlow may convince the authorities of the truth, and then we are lost. (laughs) Before he can do that, We shall be in Lhasa, Kwanwu. Do not forget that the Tibetan government thinks me to be a noted scientist, Paul Meunier. I am going to carry on important scientific investigations here in Tibet. And for privacy, I pay the Tibetan government a very large sum of money. But what if Barlow tells them that you are the octopus? I do not doubt that he will, but they will not believe him. For you heard me tell the chief of police that instead of Barlow and the others being secret police as they claim... ...they are instead agents of a rival government... ...which seeks to discover my scientific experiments and carry them back to their own country. Enemy spies will use my inventions to destroy the civilization of the world. Yes, but clever as you are, master. I am surprised that they believed you. Believed me? Quan Wu, with wars and rumors of wars thundering over the world... Government will believe anything. <laughs> that is why crime thrives on war. The world is playing into my hand, Kuan Wu, and someday, someday I will be its absolute master. Yes, of course, master. You look at me strangely. Do you think me insane? No. No, of course not. That is very wise of you, Quan Wu. And do not forget that you are supposed to be mute. Never utter a word when others than our own men are around to hear. I shall remember. I have found the right place at last to work from, Wu. Little is known about Tibet. Here I can enlarge my organization at will. I could build an empire here with no one to stop me. For always I have the excuse of science. (laughs) Yes, yes. The world will someday soon hear a great deal about the octopus. But what about the secret police? They will get word to the Hong Kong base and thus establish their identities and their innocence. Enough so to allow them to leave Tibet, Wu. But they can never enter Lhasa. I have told my story too well. We are protected by Tibet. (laughs)
2: Oh, Barney, would you mind stopping that eternal whistling of yours? Things are bad enough in this jail without listening to that. I'm trying to be cheerful, Clint. This cell they stuck us in ain't no pleasure resort, so I'm doing my good deed to try and cheer you all uh, up. You do a better deed by shutting up. All right, but you never did appreciate me. If we could only get to see the chief of police, he'd let us out of here right away. We did see him when they threw us in here, Speed. Yeah, but not to talk to. He just looked at well, us. they jailed us without giving us a chance to talk to anyone. We have no ideas to the charges against us, the reason for our arrest. Don't worry about the reason, old pal. It's the octopus. That rat framed us somehow. Oh, but how? How can he land here without giving himself away? If I knew all that, I wouldn't be in here. It really isn't so bad, Barney. I think it's kind of fun. We're sure to get out of this all right. And it isn't everybody who can be in a Tibetan jail. Uh, that's what makes me <laughs> the angriest of all, to think that they put a little girl like Jean in jail, too. I guess you look like a criminal character, Jean. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. Seems like some horrible dream, Clint. Yeah, we're in a bad spot, all right, Doctor. They'll have to let us talk to someone eventually. Then I can cable Hong Kong and prove our identity. They can't keep us in this cell forever. Why can't they? Uh, what? Why can't they? Who's going to know what happened to us? Maybe that's what they do to people when they come to Tibet. Put them in dungeons so they're never heard of again. You said yourself nobody knew much about the place. Oh, for the love of my pipe down. Huh? You heard me. Why, Tibet is more civilized in many respects than a lot of other countries. Whatever jam we're in now is bound to be only temporary. So don't talk just to hear yourself talk and frighten Jean. I was so mean. Nice. We heard things. you the first time. Don't repeat it. There's only a way we could escape from this jail before the octopus has a chance to leave Nobchuka. Yes, that's what we're probably in here for, Speed. To give him time to take off. Sure it is. He probably spotted our plane long before we saw his and cut our throats so nicely with the officials that we'll... Be here as long as it suits him. Yes, but if he talked to the Tibetan officials, he couldn't have had his mask on. Say, Dr. Kingsley's right. Yes. The archivist must be traveling under an assumed name here in Tibet, and a very powerful name. He never could have had us thrown in here without a chance of talking for our rights. Say, Clint, if he can talk him into things like that, what's gonna stop him from talking him into shooting Yeah, there you go again. Well, it's possible. Or maybe this is one of them jails where the floor drops away and you fall into a well, or the walls close in on you. Oh, yes, or the ceiling studded with long spikes descends on you. Yeah, how did you know? Oh, I used to read the same kind of detective stories when I was six years old. Oh, yeah? Let me tell you, I've learned a lot from them detective stories. Oh, now I know what's wrong with you lately, huh? Well, stop reading them for the good of the International Secret Police. Clint... What'll we do after we do get out of here? Ah, It all depends, Speed. I hope that we can get some clue as to the destination of the octopus. But I'm afraid he won't leave a trace. And all the time we thought he was going to be at the Black Pass. Ah, We just took a chance on finding him there. After Chang told him over the shortwave radio that we were following him there. Well, personally, I think it's just as well that you didn't follow him to Black Pass, Clint. Those planes of his were all equipped with machine guns, weren't they? Uh, Judging by the one we captured from Splinters, yes. Well, we would have been fighting against terrible odds. One plane against the fleet of the Octopus. We could have done some damage with them bombs, though. But uh, speaking of Splinters, I wonder if we'll see him again soon. Well, I hope so, because when we find Splinters, I think we'll find Marsha Winfield.
0: Oh, Clint, you really think so?
2: Oh, absolutely, honey. She's somewhere in Tibet. And sooner or later we'll find it. We will if we ever get out of this joint Well, you haven't helped matters any, you know Mooing at Mr. Moo Listen, it wasn't on account of that that they threw us in here Anyhow, that guy's name was funny Well, you'll hear a lot more strange names in Tibet, Barney So you better get used to hearing them with a straight face For all our sake Hey, is everybody against me? No, Barney but when you go to a new country, you gotta be kind of careful how you act at first, and careful of what you say. Listen to who's talking. Listen, kid. I've laughed my way in and out of dozens of foreign countries. Listen, a plane. The octopus plane, a bit. Quick, let me get to the window. <clears throat> Call that crack in the wall a window? Can you see anything yet, Clint? No. Just the sentry walking back and forth. Uh, oh, yes. Wait, wait a minute. Just... It is the octopus plane. We've got to get out of here. Hey, hey! Wait a minute, fellas. Somebody's coming. What is all this noise about? The octopus! shall will let him fly away. I do not know what you talk about, uh, Mr. Dunlap. But my chief is ready to see you all. Prove your innocence of the charge against you to him, hmm. if you can. I'm <sighs> <sighs>
1: Yay, yay, that was cool. Anyway, ay, 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 what a day. Um, Let's see here. Well, I was looking around at the old news key, like we use key. It's just me today. And um, I was looking at the n- links from Naked Capitalism for today. Let's see what's going on in the news. Alrighty. Hmm. Some fucking weirdos at the door. Anyway. Um, Cockapoo chicks still (laughs) hatching. That's from the New Zealand Geographic. Um, Finance ministers say global worth, global worth, global growth will firm up. That's from the Financial Times. God, my hands are cold. Whenever my hands are cold, I get weird. <laughs> oh, I get real weird. I don't know what's wrong with me. Like I like, just like I can't concentrate and shit. <laughs> like I like you're fucking weird. Anyway. Whatever. Uh <laughs> cause for jubilation is very much exaggerated as global markets are sleepwalking in unison towards a cliff's edge. Here's why <laughs> South China Morning Post. Hmm. Uber's big IPO filing is hiding some massive red flags. Vanity Fair. <laughs> Impact of high debt levels on, on at least on least developed countries cannot be overstated, says UN. No shit. <laughs> That's from UN News. <laughs> That's weird. Um look at that. I dropped my phone in fucking water. Oh, I've been having fucking seizures. So like, <laughs> the night, like the day I came home after a fucking seizure, like <laughs> my phone was on the edge of the bed, and like I had been throwing up because of like, like water, what or like because of the seizures and my stomach like shaking and shit, and like I couldn't keep anything down, and oh god, so like. I fucking I don't know what like my bed's all lumpy and shit and like I sat on the edge of the bed and if I wouldn't be a damn fool if that goddamn phone wasn't also sitting on the edge of the bed and fell bloop right into like two inches of water and like oh fuck it was just fucked just just busted so like it's just been a pain in the neck. Anyway. So. I've been out of the news loop. I didn't even know fucking Uber filed their IPO. Oh, it's been a minute. I didn't know Julian Assange was arrested. Or, yeah, arrested, you know. Because he was, like, in sort of what, extradition or some shit, right? In the Ecuadorian. Uh, embassy and like I, from what I can see so far like the computer crimes law has like an 8 year uh, you know uh, limit you know or uh, you know you gotta file that motherfucker by 8 years or it's null and void basically <clears throat> and they were like it was, like, days away or some shit. <laughs> Ecuador was like, yeah, we'll take whatever fucking guns or whatever. You know, I'm sure they they gave him something for something. So, you know. Well, I know they gave him something for Assange. <laughs> I know the something that they got. But, which is, it's so, it's, like, awful. It's, like, it's not good news. Anyway, whatever. It's funny as a beard. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's giving like a thumbs up in a bus, when going to jail. What oh, a bummer! That motherfucker was in that Ecuadorian joint for seven years. He, I think he's already done seven years. Damn, man! Can you believe? I that'd be like being in this fucking like in the radio station for seven years, like and never leave. Yeah, just bring me some food. That would be crazy. Maybe they let him walk around the fucking the, the the building or some shit. But fuck, you know. Hopefully, fuck. Seven years—that's crazy. Let's see. The hidden horror of Hudson Yards is how it was financed. Hmm. City Lab. I'm going to look into that a little more for a little later. I don't know what Hudson Yard does. maybe I'll do it during a music break or something. Uh Stratolaunch f- uh flies world's largest plane for the first time space.com. But that's pretty neat. Pepsi plans to prod- project project <laughs> project to project a giant ad in the night sky using cube seats. Futurism <laughs> sounds awful. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even want to know what cube seats are yet. I'll look that up in a minute. Assange. He faces time in Britain's Guantanamo after years in embassy. Uh, CIA files. Uh, CIA. Fi- what the fuck? Oh, I'm just reading too. Far. CIA Vault 7 files launch new case against Assange. Attack intends to prevent f- uh, further leaks. That's oh, uh, The first one was from Bloomberg. This one's from Moon of Alabama, a really good um, website. Uh, one answer to why and why now were uh, well worth the read. Okay. Uh, four myths about uh, Julian Assange debunked Washington's blog. Uh, partnering with Assange was unpleasant, but work uh, like this is crucial. Alan a uh, Washington Post. But see next. <laughs> uh, the Assange arrest is a, war- a warning from history. Counterpunch. The WikiLeaks case. Democracy dies in empire. Zero uh, anthropology. Here are the never before uh, seen U.S. government damage reports made in the WikiLeaks aftermath. BuzzFeed. Oh, mark ames right on cue Hmm. brexit exclusive candidate in farage's uh brexit party is uh uh profiting from eu exit uncertainty (laughs) because of course they are (laughs) no shit didn't he want the goddamn brexit (laughs) no he's making money too holy shit uh, let's see the uh, British Parliament in the age of Brexit. Oh, that first one's from the Huffington Post. Uh, the second one is from Der Spiegel. Uh, Jeremy Corbyn, the man versus the movement, Financial Times, filling a gap. The clandestine gang fixing Rome illegally. The hmm. The Guardian. Um, More than one million pains. Sexual violence against men and boys on the central Mediterranean route to Italy. That's a PDF uh, from the Women's Refugee Commission. Yikes. (laughs) That's a fucking brutal ass read. (laughs) You know what I'm... When I see that shit, for some reason, like it always reminds me of like, uh, like, of like weird like male on male sexual violence shit that like that you don't normally hear about, and like the one that always always jumps to my mind is like the post Civil War like fucked up male on male sexual violence shit that happened like in like New York and other cities and shit from all their fucking fathers and shit that died it 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 got really fucking weird and like the adoptions and all it it's it's fucking wild if you should uh take a look at that shit it's just it's so odd like 1865 to like 1880 you know something yeah it's fucking weird like the pre-gilded age it's, it's fucked up man anyway so that you know that's when i see it's like <laughs> my mind has to cuz when i when i see that sentence you know more than 1 million pains quote unquote sexual violence against men and boys on the central mediterranean route to italy ugh it's like my mind has to like put a frame around that somehow right and since i don't know the mediterranean that well you know i've been there once <laughs> in my teenage years you know what i mean so like like i need to put some sort of frame that i can work with so like i I can see like that new york and all that shit and like sort of contextualizes it for me anyway why am i talking about this because my hands are cold china u.s willing to face repercussions from china on trade ugh, what a douche financial times China says it respects EU laws and standards as 16 plus 1 becomes 17 plus 1 with new member Greece, South China Morning Post, um, broken bones, broken home, the life of a child con artist, six tone, It's in China, eeh. god damn, sounds brutal, <laughs> Not a brutal ass fucking, um. Uh, Headlines, uh, this Sunday, 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 um, India, the election fix. What have India's politicians promised to do about the water crisis? Scroll dot India, I-N. India still awaits the good times. <laughs> Le monde, uh, diplomatic, no diplomatique, but, uh, <laughs> no shit. Venezuela. Venezuela's military, despite U.S. expectations, has not turned on Maduro. (laughs) Washington Post, er, we can't even invade a country in our own backyard, thanks to swivel-eyed, mustachioed, (laughs) loon John Bolton for uh, bringing clarity to the situation. Uh, Former Venezuelan general with treasure trove, quote-unquote, of intelligence, arrested for drug trafficking. (laughs) Reuters. Hmm. Uh, Sudan coup. Uh, Military leader vows to uproot regime. Hey, BBC. Um, The new Cold War. Court Russians and Soviet emigres. Uh, Yasha Levine influence ops. Hmm. Um, let's see. We got Trump transition <laughs> still. That's funny. White House eyes nuclear weapons expert to lead challenge to climate science. That's nice. From science, <laughs> cars are weird. Current affairs, okay. Um, let's see. Democrats in disarray. And <laughs> of course, we got uh, Nancy Pelosi appears to condemn both Uh, Ilhan Omar's 9-11 comment and Trump's video attack. Enraging Democratic activists. Hmm. Business Insider. (laughs) Let's see, what do we got here? I feel for Pelosi. I really do. On one hand, Ilhan, let's say, is a rising star and above all photogenic for the diversity happy snaps. Plus, listen to black women, yada, yada, yada. On the other... In their 28 ballot choices, 2018 ballot choices. Liberal Democrats shifted their party's center of gravity towards uh, personnel from a military intelligence establishment whose recent entry for the last 18 years or so has been blown away, blowing far away brown people <laughs> to pink mist. Here Pelosi tries to paper over this contradiction, but the paper is tissue thin. Nancy Pelosi's tweet. The memory of 9-11 is sacred ground, and any discussion of it must be done with reverence. The president shouldn't use the painful images of 9-11 for for a political attack. Of course memories aren't ground. (laughs) The technical term here being reification, transformation, neatly uh, signaled, concealed with sacred. Yeah, yeah, I guess reification would be right. Yeah, that's so gross. I remember, (laughs) I I remember where I was when 9/11 happened, and I remember thinking, I'm gonna have to hear about this shit for the rest of my life. And here I am having to hear about it for the rest of my life. One fu- or two fucking buildings go down and I got to hear about it for the rest of my life. Fuck off. I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, like, look, like, it. I I always say the same shit. I, I've been saying this shit since I was a teenager. Or not teenager, I guess, since I was like a fucking, well, one fuck man. All right, yeah, since like, uh, since I was a 20 something year old. <laughs> Um, like if like Florida cracked off <laughs> and just started floating the fuck away we'd like get upset and shit for like a, a, like a minute and shit but like I don't think <laughs> like I People would, like, halfway... Like, it wouldn't affect you. Just, like, nine doesn't affect you. It like, well, it affects you through policy, but it didn't, like, affect you. Like, like you didn't get, like... Most people didn't get covered in, like, death dust, you know, in, like, you know, hell smoke and all that bullshit, you know? Most people didn't. This is New Yorker's fucking problem. That ain't, like... Pennsylvania's problem. It ain't Michigan's problem. It ain't California. Damn sure ain't California's fucking problem. You know, I don't get it. This should be done with reverence. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean. You may want to talk about like the dead with reverence. You know, especially if you know them. <laughs> but. What, the day? Fuck you. It's such bullshit. It's such crazy bullshit. Anyway, I that just I I don't feel bad for that bitch. And she's she's San Francisco treat, bitch, right? Nancy Pelosi. Ugh. What the flying fuck? No, she's not. Maybe she is. I can't remember. I don't give a fuck. Live in the mission. (laughs) Uh, eh, Bernie Sanders pushes back at his critics uh, of his new wealth. Yeah, he got paid. He got like a million dollars advance. That's really not all that fucking much, really, for like a book advance nowadays, especially if you're a goddamn... Like political superstar, <laughs> like that'd be like somebody getting mad at Donald Trump for getting a million dollars for a book, right? It'd be like, well, what the fuck? Well, what else would you expect him to get paid nowadays, right? That ain't the 1980s. <laughs> Not gonna just give him that, like, you know, hey, whoa, big time $250,000. Whoa, fuck that and Barack Obama I believe got some like 40 something million dollars for his fucking book so you know calm down (laughs) that shit's crazy (laughs) yeah he goes I didn't know it was a crime to write a good book (laughs) that's funny (laughs) CNN (laughs) exactly when I buy a book and I buy a lot of books I expect to pay the author exactly so why man Unless I buy a used book. (laughs) And I expect the author's been paid. (laughs) And I buy a lot of used books. (laughs) I buy a lot of used comic books. That's why I like to buy a lot of used books. Of I got a bunch of cool fucking daredevils. The goddamn Mission Thrift closed. And, like, before they closed, like, you know, they had like every goddamn store and everything must go inventory sale <coughs> and um, when I was down there they were selling um, they Had like a long box or two of them and I was just going through them and they had some Frank Miller daredevils like uh, right after Electra died and shit so I was like cool and the Miller Jansen shit Klaus Jansen so I was like cool And so I got like three or, I think three or four, well, I think I got four daredevils and like, I think the fourth one was uh, like a a JRJR fucker. So, you know, it's okay, but, um, but it was an early one. So that's pretty cool. With Electra on the cover. So whoever fucking was buying those is a fan of Electra for sure. <laughs> or, you know, and I'm sure whoever went through that box before me got those goddamn Elektra comics, but they're all beat up and shit, but I didn't give a fuck. I just bought them to read on the shitter and whatever, you know, it's cool. Uh, what else? Did I? I got some fucking pretty neat shit out of there. But... Oh yeah. I got like, um, old, uh, Tales from the Crypt and like, uh, like the, like the, the, like a double feature EC thing. It was cool because uh, I bought this Wally Wood. The, um, uh, what's it? Is it oversized? Nah, I don't think. Man, eh, maybe it is a little oversized. I don't know, but a uh, really cool hardcover Wally Wood uh, book from uh, Mission Comics uh, a couple months ago or whatever. And it's super nice and just fucking pages are all clean and shit. So. I I haven't even finished the goddamn thing because 'cause I'm trying to take my time through it. It's, it's super cool. Wally Wood's the man. But, you know, whatever. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. <laughs> you no, know, it's really funny. Speaking of comic books, but I, I love the I love the goddamn it's a classic, the new the Spider Man, uh the end of the Spider Verse. It's a bona fide classic out of this world but there's one part that cracks me up because like (laughs) it's funny when anybody does this in any movie and it's super funny that it like it's really comic booky so it's perfect for the movie but like it's still funny as fuck when people do it aunt may like when they go well they meet aunt may um peter parker and uh miles morales and um i think the girl too yeah i think uh yeah Gwen stacy i think all three of them are there yeah and they go to meet aunt may because like they need help and shit and um <laughs> aunt May takes them in and all that shit but so they go out back to uh like the shed which is like this universe's um spider-man which is like the you know, all of our imagination, Spider-Man. So he's got the goddamn spider buggy, the spider mobile, the you know probably the spider copters down there. You know, like he's got all the shit, all the damn suits, everything, all the records, everything you could think of. The damn probably had a TV show, comic book. He has, you know, he has everything. You know, whatever your imagination thinks of when he thinks of spider-man you know or her mind thinks of spider-man that's what it is and like so before they go before they hit the shed though which is basically like um uh like the bat poles you know before you go shooting down underground um they have to exit the house and And to exit the house, Aunt May just kicks the shit out of her back door and just kicks it open. (laughs) And that's so funny to me, man. Like, why would you kick your own fucking door open? (laughs) You have a goddamn door handle. Just open the handle and open the damn door. (laughs) Fuck that. Bam! Kicks the dog shit out of the door. (laughs) Like, I had... I've locked myself out of my house, right? And... (laughs) <laughs> since where i live they like they made sure nobody's ever fucking kicking in your door like i don't know i honestly the police would have to come in with like a serious battering ram and you you ain't got the room to swing it so i don't know how in the fuck somebody could actually break into your house without like an axe or some shit because like i tried kicking the shit out of my door and but because it's got two metal um like so i guess fuck it let's call it like a hinge that lays over where uh your door uh handle would be and on the other side of the frame so like basically it's locked in steel so like And it has a deadbolt. So, like, so, and that's also locked in steel. So, like, trying to kick that fucking door open was, like, an impossibility. So, obviously, she has just some regular-ass wooden-ass door, you know, boom. But it's still so funny to me, the idea that you would just kick in your own fucking door, dog. That's so funny, I, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Why would you do that? Oh, God. Anyway, that's just. Oh, <laughs> comic books and shit. It's just so weird. It's such comic logic. Like, oh, yeah, well, you know, you can always draw a new door. <laughs> uh, it's such cartoon shit. It's so funny. Oh, man. Speaking of shit that I love by the way, like all time classic movies, I went and I bought um, a little Blu ray player and some Blu rays um a little while ago. And um I've like I got some fucking all time classics, man. Like for my money, ugh, like I've seen way too many movies man like i owned a fucking video store for too long and i've been owned and i've been buying and watching movies since i was like a baby so like like i saw the terminator in the theater right (laughs) i saw all right i've seen like all kinds of like old shit like for years i've been watching in the theater me and my mother would take a hooky day and we would just take off school and we would just go to the movies and shit we go to dollar movies we go to first run movies we just go to movies and like shit would be like weekly because she were the GM and didn't give a fizz And I was like cool Because I'm doing good in school So like we would fi- <laughs> Man oh, Dude it was so much fun Anyway I do got one of those Cheap ass Obama phones and you knew You know who I got a hold of right Got a hold of her make sure You know We're in contact you know She ain't getting no younger I'm having goddamn fucking seizures. <laughs> Making sure we can get a hold of each other, motherfucker. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway. Back to the news. All right. Um, police State Watch. The Punishment Bureaucracy. How to think about, quote-unquote, criminal justice reform. Another PDF. PDF. That's from the Yale Law Journal Forum. Well worth a read, it says. Hmm. I like getting PDFs and shit and printing them out. Those shits are cool, man. Anyway. Oh, God. South Carolina, uh inmate's baby died in toilet. Lawsuit, lawsuits allege rampant medical neglect in prisons. No shit. That's from the Greenville News. 27 possible graves have been discovered at reform school with history of brutality. WAPO. Tracking phones. Google is a dragnet for the police. No shit. Okay, let me do this. Neoliberal epidemics, suicidal attempts in Ideation among children and adolescents in U.S. uh, Emergency Departments 2007 to 2015, JAMA. Um, This analysis of a large nationwide samples demonstrated that ED, Emergency Department, visits for SASI doubled among youth between um, 2007 and 2015. Doubled. Shit. I'm assuming SA is suicidal attempts. Um, and SI I do not know. Sports Illustrated. Um, guillotine watch. Lori Laughlin felt she did what any mother would do. Report says. Ooh. Speaking of Creasy Lannister, Huffington Post yikes. UCLA uh, knew of a cash for, administ- uh, cash for admissions deal years before the scandal. No shit. <laughs> LA Times. Class warfare, immigration and the economic status of African American men. <clears throat> Economica from 2010 but still germane. Hollywood writers begin firing a- their agents over fee dispute. Ooh, CNN. Your student loan servicer will call you back in a year. Sorry, New York Times. Sounds like H-A-M-P, whatever that is. Mathematicians discover the perfect way to multiply. Quanta. Be fruitful? Hey, that's funny. In Bubbles, uh, she sees a mathematical universe, NYT. I've heard of that shit for some reason. Anyway. All right. So this is what I was going to say. Speaking of movies and stuff that I had uh, picked up, so all-time great 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 fuckers okay uh like i said the spider-man one i honestly believe that's gonna go down as one of the great fucking movies boom like animated films for sure films i think kind of period because it's both touching it but it's like it's 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 exciting it's action-packed it's uh, it's just it's exhilarating. It's an exhilarating experience, and um, it's it's it it's a, it's amazing. It's just, it's an amazing like amazing Spider Man. It's really fucking good. Um, like the acting is just everything is spot on. There's no department that's lacking at all. Everything is like turned up to eleven. the finale is out of this world like everything is every it's that thing that all great movies do is that they and all great things do is that they pay attention to details and all the details are just so fucking spot on like every every department every like all the acting all the Oh, just all the animation, all the 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 interaction between everything, the editing, the, the the colors, the you know everything, just everything is just top 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 perfect, and um yeah, I'm proud to fucking own that movie. It's, I believe that's the first fucking movie I bought on um, Blu-ray was that I bought the. DVD player, or the Blu-ray player, which is really cool. It's got this fucking big-ass screen, and it's just like a personal little player. You just click the fucker in and go. I don't have to have a fucking TV or no bullshit. It's just, boom. It's like clamshell, so I can open it up and close it down. It hooks right up to my really cool fucking JBL speaker and shit, which, by the way, I bought for 50 bucks and they are selling the Best Buy for 100. And I was like, what the physic? I could buy another one of these motherfuckers, man. Anyway. And you know what's cool about those speakers is you can link those up. Yeah, bruh, You could have like 10 of those speakers in your motherfucking room all linked. Crazy. And probably a motherfucking subwoofer, bruh. Right? Anyway, them JBLs is out of control. All right. Anyway, <laughs> this is a conversion for this conversion from KJBL JBL, hey, I don't give a fuck. They ain't sponsored me, but them shits, that shit is cool. Um, I was reading the little instruction book, and it's like, oh, you know, by the way, blood. If you want to just motherfucker up like any other bees on the on the line, you can do that too. I was like, what? So awesome. anyway, it's cool. Um, and it's shaped cool anyway whatever whatever (laughs) what are you Barry White anyway uh so another one okay so okay and then um you know before we get to movies I got the community box set up six seasons and no movie (laughs) that's what they should have called it but it's just called the complete series (laughs) But it's really cool. Um, like, I think when they first did the DVDs, they just did, like, all of them with fucking commentary. So, Donald Glover's all over it and shit, and he's really cool, which is another cool connection. I think I sort of kind of got it on the heels of the Spider-Man thing because I had already known that Donald Glover was, like, sort of a big thing for the Miles Morales character to begin with. So, that movie really sort of wouldn't exist without that dude in that thing in so it's all sort of connected in fact a scene from the a scene from the opening of season two in community is in spider-man uh, uh, uh the, the spider-verse into the spider-verse so that's weird it flashes by like the camera pans like pans i think uh right and um no it's moving it's moving left I think and then like you just see it on the television and you see the scene of him hopping out of bed in his fucking spider-man like PJ's basically like just looking fresh like Donald Glover always does and bam in fact that's another one I want to get is the Atlanta I've, if Atlanta's on blu-ray I'm gonna pick that up cause I haven't seen that yet and I think it would be neat um it's always be up on tv and shit but hey it ain't the commercials bruh ain't worth it and the motherfucking bill kiss my ass like however much a month (laughs) it ain't worth it (laughs) believe that shit oh man but um anyway so that's super cool. So like, but when they did it, so like I said, they did all those commentaries. It's got a bunch of like extended stuff, uh, behind the scenes. It's just chock full of extras. You know, they, they totally nerded out as of course they would have. Cause it's Dan Harmon, you know, Mr. Harmon town, you know, channel one Oh one heat vision and Jack Bing bang, boom monster house. The monsters, not <laughs> it's a monster. It's a house. Hmm. alcoholic <laughs> Good good dude. He really is a good person. You know. He's got that thing where you like you feel too much but you don't fucking like it. But you still fucking do it cuz it's your nature. So what are you going to do? <laughs> Live anyway. But so that's super cool and he's all over it. In fact, <laughs> Um, you know, the whole darn thing is cool. Uh, what's interesting is actually listening to like the fifth season commentary. There is no sixth season commentary, which is sort of odd, but the fifth season, um, well maybe cause the sixth season was done through, I think Yahoo. So maybe they didn't want to fucking spring for the commentary and all that shit like NBC would or whatever. But, um, in, uh, the fifth season, <laughs> You'll hear, like, once in a while these weird jabs to, like, the fourth season, which is, like, when they fired Dan Harmon for a year, (laughs) basically. He got his job back of the fifth season. And so, like, they're like, man, sometimes in that fourth season we come to work, man, it'd be like... And I watched the fourth season, not forgetting that that was a season, but I thought he got fired on the fifth season, and he was hired back for the sixth season. So I watched the fourth season and was like, yeah, fourth season ain't that bad. <laughs> I was wondering where Dan Harmon was on the goddamn commentaries, but then I'm like, I'm just so dumb. I was just like, oh, der. <laughs> That's the one. So, whatever. What are you going to do? Just... <laughs> just be yourself Don't be too stupid if you can help it um and then uh what was that oh, okay so then uh hey we'll from that we'll go f- to dan Harmon's favorite movie which is also one of my favorite movies I, I saw in the theater with my mother uh was uh die hard the uh 30th anniversary blu-ray with all the trimmings so that fucker's cool man Like I like owning physical shit. Like I don't like um, just downloading shit because you can drop your phone in uh, like your own vomit. (laughs) You know, you know, shit like that can happen. So you can lose it forever. And I don't, I don't trust it. So I can always wipe my own fingerprints off the bottom of a goddamn DVD if I accidentally touch it. You know, (laughs) if I smudge it. But, like, so, of course, it's just, it's gorgeous. It's it's fucking diehard, man. It's only one of the great action movies, man. Like, it's one of the, all right, let me tell you what makes it great. It's one of the first American action films that um, does some European shit. Like, as far as editing and cutting and, uh, like, cinematography and shit like a lot of it and the writing is really naturalistic which is cool it's it's like it's that silver naturalistic shit which is that like beverly hills cop naturalistic you know where it's it you know it, it almost sounds real but it's too like hype to be real you know it's really cool like you know, you PKA motherfucker, shit like that, come on, bruh, don't nobody say that shit, but it's so fly in the movie, you know, get the fuck out, you know, Hans, ah, all that shit, come on, B, that movie, it's out of control, that movie's out of control good, there, it's like, it's so fun, that goddamn movie's so fun, oh, man, like, well, okay, anyway, um, I believe the cinematographer for Paul Verhoeven, this is the movie he did right after RoboCop, basically. Or right before RoboCop. I think it's it's right after RoboCop. Because Paul Verhoeven's first American film is, like, well, I believe it's RoboCop. And, like, and, yeah. And his cinematographer works on this. And, like it's it's what's really crazy it's like i believe this was this thing is done like on a super fast fucking schedule so like they gotta get this fucking thing done and like they build like this beautiful backdrop like that i believe some people still fucking use today and like it lights up and dims down and just. Blinking lights and shit in the background, and part of it's fuzzy to act like you're actually looking at this shit from this distance, and it's wild. And they use that Fox, I believe it's the Fox Plaza, which is now just known basically right as the Nakatomi Tower and shit. John McTiernan is fresh off of Predator, which is another fucking Blu ray I want to get, um, and like, uh, but anyway and he is just at the top of his game this is pre medicine man thank goodness which I believe is his next movie but um, what I also saw in the theater <laughs> I saw Predator in the theater too though dog oh god I'll never forget cause that fucking face scared the shit out of me when he when that mask came off and that gross the first time I saw that goddamn face like nobody no one had ever seen it And, oh, I was a kid, and I was like, ah, so gross, but it was so fucking awesome. And, uh, yeah, man, yeah, fucking Predator was cool in the theater. I saw Predator 2 in the theater, too. (laughs) Saw Sister Act, saw Sister Act 2 in the theater. (laughs) Seen a bunch of shit in the theater. I'm telling you, man, I've seen too many motherfucking movies, man. I could talk movies all day. I don't like doing it, though, because I feel like I get annoying because I could do it literally all day. But um what's that shit? Okay, uh bu- 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 bu. all right. So I got Die Hard, right? And Die Hard's a shit. Man, Alan Rickman, right? It's really funny how people like love him now because of what Harry Potter or whatever the fuck, right? I've never seen a Harry Potter film. I just know the motherfucker as Hans from Die Hard and I love him to death. I don't give a flying fuck and that's the dude. <laughs> motherfucker. my mother always makes me laugh she's like man white people can't curse for shit (laughs) motherfucker (laughs) all right man okay (laughs) it's so funny what was that um who was i talking to i was talking to somebody he was uh no was somebody actually halfway famous or something? But they were like, man, you know what's fucked up? <laughs> he goes, like, you can get, like, three black dudes on the corner, and I bet you half of them are funnier than, like, probably one of the funniest white dudes you know. <laughs> Like, funny, it's like my comedian, you know. Like, that's fucked up. Hey, bruh, it ain't my, my fuck problem, man. <laughs> that's just the way. We look, it shouldn't have had slavery, motherfucker. <laughs> look, how about this? We'll put you in bondage for 600 years, and then let's see how funny you get, right? <laughs> That'd be funny, man. That's almost a joke, George. Look what happened. Hmm. sitting here riffing all right um so from die hard oh well like i said the um john mctiernan's black movie before that was predator so which has carl weathers which is the co-star of rocky i got the fucking rocky heavyweight collection because it was like super cheap And it was like, it's like all the motherfucking MGM Rocky films. It's like getting a James Bond box set type shit. Except they only really do it up for Rocky, which is all that really matters. But what sucks, at least for me, is that I would like, well, couldn't nobody else, couldn't anybody really talk about this shit except for Stallone? Because he writes and directs like the next two, three, I think he does four Abelson comes back for five, and then I don't know who the fuck does Balboa because I've watched that shit once. Oh, okay. Let's do this. Let's talk about Rocky for half a second, okay? But anyway, but oh, let me finish that thought first. Jesus, George. But like, um, the the problem about like having a commentary is like, what are you gonna have? I get, I mean, I don't think he'd do it. That's the, I mean, maybe he would, but I don't, maybe they didn't ask him. But like, why the fuck wouldn't he talk over two, three, four, you know, have Allison back for five, just, just commentary. You ain't got to put no extra bonus bullshit on there. Just talk about like the making of the goddamn movie, but nah, it's just straight flick in like a hundred (laughs) languages because Rocky's real popular around the world, motherfucker. (laughs) And I guess Blu-ray is too. <laughs> but um, let me tell you a little bit about my history of Rocky, which is really sort of funny. Okay. All right. So like, what is this? 1994, five, four. Yeah. I'm like 14, 15, 14, 15. I don't know, man. I'm bad with you know, It sucks. Maybe I was like 15. No. None of our asses were driving, man. We're all riding bikes everywhere, dog. We're like fucking young. Well, how the fuck old are you when you finally get to high school? What is that, 14? Yeah, because you graduate when you're 18. So, yeah, something like that. Let's say we're 14. Yeah. So, we're still like kids. But I'm. (sighs) yeah anyway but i'm friends because we're, pl- we're playing and i'm trying to figure out because like me and my buddies like dan Balgoyan, producer extraordinaire weirdly Man, he's like an actual producer you can actually look up dan Balgoyan, b-a-l-g-o-y-e-n needs <laughs> to hop on his trampoline and play his fucking computer and make movies in his house cool guy oh god embarrassing but fun And, uh, but I would just, well, I was just thinking of like Jason, uh, you know, uh, Mark, Bobby, myself, John and Jeff. That was it. That's the crew. Okay. (laughs) I almost said, cool it down. (laughs) <laughs> Bobby, any, any of your anyway. Bobby, Tevin, Jimmy, uh, who, 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 who did they say Bobby, Jimmy? Man, well, who gives a fuck? I'm gonna go through the goddamn new edition song. I barely know. Um, that's another thing. I know too much of goddamn music, but anyway. Um. Rocky. I was a big fan. The first Rocky is a classic American it's a classic film, American or otherwise. It's that's art. (laughs) Rocky one is pure art. It's it's a beautiful film. It's like a tone poem. It's it's funnier than a motherfucker that's what people don't talk about rocky enough It's how funny the motherfucker is and john g alphison on the um somewhere on one of the commentaries somewhere he says you can never have too much funny and he's fucking right oh yeah when they're when they're uh doing the solo skate when uh when when they when they date they, when they go out on the date in the, the skating rink John Alveson goes, well, we were supposed to have 200 people in this fucking scene basically yeah I'm paraphrasing here obviously He was like we we're supposed to have 200 people in the scene, but like the producer was like, well, we can't afford it we can you can have one I was like, okay so they went in they rewrote it and then they have the Zamboni dude and the time and all that shit and he's like, yeah as we thought, you know, how funny would that be right? you know it's just now it's just these two and it not only is it funny but it's sort of isolating and they're all these two are isolated characters and they're like they're always isolated so it's it makes sense like let's keep them by the way john g Albertson made joe with peter boyle which if if you haven't seen it see it but um the (laughs) the the it's so exquisite oh by the way Oh god, there's so much to say about Rocky. But okay, but anyway, let's finish this this part. <laughs> the the ice skating scene. Well, I just didn't. It was too much funny. Anyway, so one of the most amazing things, because I'm thinking about the ice skating scene, is like the smoothness and all that shit. This is the second film ever made with a steady cam because the inventor of the steady cam worked on this picture. I can't the it, I want to say it's Heaven and Earth by Hal Ashby is the first one. And then it's Rocky. And then it's Marathon Man. In that order. And that dude works on all three of those. And continues to work on pictures and shit like that. Like, you know, whatever, whatever. Like, he's still, he's an inventor. He still invents shit. Like, he invented the camera that, that felt like that fucking camera that falls with divers like at the when like at the Olympics when a diver jumps and goes and it just falls with their body, like he made that. He made he made all kinds of shit, but like he made the motherfucking steady cam, bruh. And didn't even have a name at the time. And like Lloyd Kaufman is in the goddamn movie. The the founder of Trauma. He was the pre production manager of the film. Um, ah, damn it, I can't remember the name of the famous family, but a very famous makeup family. That's who, like, the, the kid of that family is the guy who works on the fucking makeup in the film. Bill Conti's wife and, like, the girls from her office are the ones singing Gonna Fly Now on the fucking awesome Rocky theme. And, like, oh, it's just... it's It's an amazing film the act you like i i don't know like after so many years of watching movies I got real hard on actors and shit like in my twenties and shit but somehow rocky made it through because like like the acting is it's it, it's it's almost like you're watching a documentary at sometimes. Like, it feels so na It's so naturalistic because of the writing and Stallone fucking, like, people forget. First off, he's 5'10". He's not like some little midget. And <laughs> he went to school in Switzerland. You know, like, his mother, like, sent him to school in Switzerland and shit. Right? Like, he's not some dumb chump. Just because he sounds that way doesn't mean he's dumb. So it's really sort of amazing, like, in like, like, I'll tell you what, to my great shame to this day, and I'm fucking bummed out about this, and I will rectify this sooner than later, is I have never seen the goddamn Lord to Flatbush, I don't think. I don't think so. Unless I was drunk or something, you know, we might have screened it or some shit at a coma thing, a commons organization movie vision. What's up, Drew? Shout out to my girl Fighter Vol. What's up, Sarah? What's up, T-Bird? But yeah, man. I couldn't believe that bullshit. That's a bummer. I hate missing out on shit like that. But I did see him in Annie Hall. You know, where he mugs uh, Woody Allen on the train. You know, but that's all the roles he was able to get. And then what was so cool is that, like, he went in for some audition with the Chardoz or whatever, and he's like, hey, man, and they were like, hey, it's cool, nice to meet you, I don't know if you're good for this role, and he's like, hey, you know, I've been writing this thing, and they're like, alright, would you, would you mind reading it? And he's like, yeah, sure, no problem. So six weeks later, he comes back in, he brings the motherfucker, bam, they read it, and they're like, hey, man, we like this shit. <clears throat> Only thing is, right, we you can't star in it, and they're like, well, I don't know, or I, he, I don't think it must have been. It wasn't the chart offs. he took it to. He took it to somebody else because, like, he, he was, yeah, yeah, because it went around town, and then it got to the chart offs, and they said, we will hire you for the role because he held out. He's like, I would sell it to you, but I won't. I, I will I only if I can am Rocky. That's it, bruh. And they're like, nah, we'll give you 250. My man is broke. Like, New York City broke and broke. Like, $150 maybe, like, to all their names. Him and his wife and his dog, Buckus. Who's in the movie, right? And um, he holds out and holds out and holds out. And then the Sherwin brothers say, we'll make this. For like Under a million dollars Like a million dollars But you can star in it It's like fuck yeah That motherfucking movie was made for Under a million dollars bruh That's crazy That shit is crazy They spent like I think like Most of the fucking money On like his prosthetics of that like Bleeding and shit at the end of the movie and I'm not joking <laughs> because they came from like a distinguished, like late, like latex family. Like they've been in the business since like 1905 or some shit. Like <laughs> since film has been filmed, their asses have been in film doing like, you know, <laughs> what Lon Chaney and shit, you know like, you know what I'm saying? Well, I guess Lon Chaney did his own shit, but I guess everybody else. <laughs> But, um, yeah. But, yeah, so that's fucking Rocky, man. Rocky. Burt Young. Get the fuck out. Talia Shire. Excuse me. Talia Shire. Get the fuck out. She is... uh, Like... uh, She's out of this world in this movie. She's... Like... You think she's good in The Godfather when they close... Oh, shit. When she isn't... Man. She just... It's amazing how she both is subdued and dominates. It's like the, it's like, I don't, it's being a guy. It's like, I don't even want to say it's like, it's like something about like just her womanliness and shit. Like, I don't know, man. And like her dignity and shit. Like, oh man, like, and especially pushing her against Burt Young or yeah is so fucking perfect. Her diminutiveness, yet her strength, versus his just, like, kind of ogerness, ugh, is just so perfect. His ogerness, yet, like, f- like, like, f- like, friendly guy, I don't even know how you really put that shit, right? Like, yeah, It's like, it's, fun, it's funny, he's funny. He can be funny. And funny can get you over a lot of shit. Funny can get you over a lot of shit. So, like, because he's, like, he's, he's human that way. He's funny, but he can be, like, a, what's that word? A, 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 carabic, a Acrobic or whatever the fuck? A-C-E-R-B-I-C. You know, he's, like, he can be real acidic or whatever. Just, like, <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck? You know, because he's so vulnerable He's like such on, you know what? That's what's so crazy about Paulie. He's like such on like a fucking knife's edge. Like he wants out of his shitty life to jump into another shitty life that he doesn't even know is a shitty life. Because he's desperate. That's that's the thing. You, that's the vibe you pull off fucking Paulie. is this like desperation vibe. It's really wild, and he plays it so real. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's so good. Carl Weathers, that's why I brought it over here. It's the most charming. Get the fuck out. Ex-Oakland Raider, what's up? East Bay's in the house? <laughs> He's, he you couldn't, I couldn't. I honestly, they wanted, well, the other option was Jim Norton, (laughs) Mandingo, to be the fucking, the guy. And they were like, nah. And thank God they went with Carl Weathers. He's so fucking charming and cool, and he's the dude. He's the dude. I don't give a fuck what Carl Weathers does in his personal life or in any of his lives or what the fuck he does. I love that dude. He's cool. I don't know why I brought that up. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> He's just funny. I don't know. I like Carl. I like the whole fucking crew. Sylvester, by the way. He, he is so iconic looking in that motherfucking pork pie hat, leather jacket, fucking, I think, black pants, I think, like, white on his shirt like just like gray shirt type shit that motherfucker looks cool b. and he acts his ass off everybody just knocks it out of the park burgess Meredith's in the motherfucker (laughs) my man the stutterer from harlem knights is in the motherfucker (laughs) i dig your locker man (laughs) Hey, Rock. Yeah, I dig your locker. <laughs> I think he says man. <laughs> oh, dude. There's so many wild people in there. Uh, what's that, that comedian, he's a fucking bartender. Don Shermer or something like that. Oh, dude, I could look it up, but I don't give a fuck. It's not even one. This is all off the memory, baby. I ain't got to look any of this bullshit up. Um, I'm trying to run through this now because I got a few more movies to get through. <clears throat> the clock is ticking see it's just me i sit here and i face the clock and i got this other chair here which i could put my feet on which i might in a second but um but you know what's cool my hands have warmed up so uh that's a good thing okay let's see here uh so we i right so i think i've talked about oh yeah so rocky i think it won four oscars he won Best Picture. I think he won Best Director. Let me see. that. This shit I could actually look up because I honestly don't know. Rocky Oscars. Rocky Oscar. Rocky Oscars. Awards. Rocky wins Best Picture on YouTube. That's funny. I actually, All right, so he won Best Picture, Best Director, Best Editing. There you go. So one, three, huh? Damn. See, it was nominated for. Ah, oh, Stallone was nominated. He becomes the third person to be nominated for both acting and writing in the same year. Best actress, best actor. Burgess Meredith, who I didn't even talk about. by the way, those ears are phony. Those are just. Those are those are prosthetic ears. Those are part of that prosthetic budget. I'm talking about i'm not joking okay oh yeah best sound boy i forgot i didn't even mention the fucking sound the sound is so cool and convincing in the first fucking movie boy oh boy by the time you get to three it's so gross but like the first one they worked their ass off to get that goddamn pop 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 that the proper sound on that shit so yeah anyway but oh yeah wow let's see it won golden globes too huh one wow won best motion picture best director best actor oh he got so he's oh no 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 it just won best motion picture it was nominated for those other ones nominated for baftas it won the american cinema editors award let's see um wow that's weird the AS, the ASCAP Film and Television Music Awards. I didn't even know they had a goddamn award. Most Performed Feature Film Standards. They're going to fly now. <laughs> award is the Japanese Academy. Best Foreign Language Film. I didn't know that. Wow. Blue Ribbon Awards. Best Foreign Language Film. The Wow. David D. Uh, Donatello Awards. Best Foreign Actor, Sylvester Stallone, tied with Dustin Hoffman for Marathon Man. Once again, same goddamn steady cam. <laughs> Let's see. The Directors Guild of America, it won for the uh, Outstanding Directorial Achievement in Motion Pictures for uh, John G. Avildsen with uh, Ted Swanson, the production manager, and Gallo, or f- Fred Gallo and Steve Perry, uh, the two assistant directors. That's Awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot Picanti won the Grammy that year. Bitch, I used to have that motherfucker on vinyl. B, yo, the fucking black. It's got an all black cover. Oh, with Rocky. Oh, man, that fucking soundtrack is killer. I might fucking play that on the way out today. The Kansas City Film Critics Awards, Best Actor, Sylvester Stallone. The Kennepa Juniper Awards, Best Foreign Language Film, Best Foreign Language Film. Twice Readers' Choice and the Junipo Award, LA Film Critics Association Awards tied with Network. The National Board of Review Best Supporting Actress Talia Shire. Bang! There you go. Finally. All right. National Film Preservation Award 2006. Fuck yeah. Uh, National. Uh, oh, the Film Critics Society Award Best Supporting Actress. Bang! Film critics got it. Oh, Film Critics Circle, New York Film Critics Circle, 77, Talia Shire. Bang. Fuck yeah, man. I'm telling you. She's out of this world. She is out of this world. Oh, hey, the thing I won. Yay. Writers Guild of America, 1977. Best drama written directly for the screen. Sylvester Stallone. Fuck off. That's the shit. There you go, Big dog. Yeah, that's cool. Anyway, that's my movie. I love Rocky, man. Rocky's so good. I could, li- I could, I watched that three times yesterday, and I bet I could watch that again right, like it, it, as soon as I go home today. Like I watched it with it, it has three different commentaries. One of them is so fucking bizarre, but the other two are really cool. One of them is just solo Stallone, and the other one is uh like Burt Young, uh Albertson, Shire, and uh, oh and the uh, Steadicam fellow. Yeah, yeah, all the, those uh those guys. So that's pretty cool, and um. Bert Young's really funny cuz it was before he died. It I think it was done in like 2006 or something. When I had first wait, no. I'll tell you it, I think it was like 2009 because uh I think that's uh, when I had wait. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz I think that's when I had bought it and uh I was living with this crazy lady out in Richmond, California. Um working at the uh, Rubicon and right down the block and uh, right before they broke into my house and stole my shit broken down my house and stole my shit anyway <laughs> DJ Quicks in the motherfucking house um, anyway let's move on <laughs> let's, who cares <laughs> that's all bullshit um, so I got Rocky that my collection. I watched Rocky 3, too, by the way. Also, I hate to. Oh, I didn't even finish the goddamn story about me and my friends. The whole point of me telling you about me having friends was that... All right, so my friend John Reed, whose father, Ronald Reed, becomes the commissioner of Kalamazoo, the city I'm from, which is fucking weird. But <laughs> before all that... When we, when we were, when his mother was just a librarian at the Comstock Public Schools, and I was, you know, we're just students and we're just playing Dungeons and Dragon. He's the dungeon master. He had never seen Rocky, and I was like, "You're crazy," because I've watched Rocky a hundred times. <laughs> maybe yeah maybe I did need all that explainer to tell you how much I love Rocky yeah to tell you why I even bothered doing this I was like dude you're like my best friend because we were at the time and I was like dude how about this I ride my bike over here we'll have like a sleepover because this was before we any of us could drive that's what I'm saying we had to be like 14 13 14 like we were young because I only thing only reason I know we had to be that young and like still able to be cool was because my sister Ray introduced me to him at her locker and that's the only reason that's the only way I met him and that's the only way I know like that's the moment like from that moment on like we're friends so like but anyway so like we've been friends for a while and shit obviously and I was like, all right. And so he's like, cool, cool. I, I was like, you know, we'll get pizza and shit. Me and him, we went to fucking Gen Con twice together. Anyway. So. Final Femmes and shit. Milwaukee. That was when it was in Milwaukee. But, um. Anyway. Any hoot. Don't pollute. Uh, Jesus. Now you're just spiraling. Okay. All right should take a break but we're not we're gonna just fucking ramble through so he's like yeah let's let's do it man and uh wait I go you know there's like five rocky movies and there were five at the time and he was like yeah so i was like you know it'd be kind of fun Like, if we watch, like, all five of these motherfuckers, you know, like, back to back to back to back to back to back, you know, we'll get pizza in the middle or whatever, fuck, and we'll just, like, that'll be the night. And when you're young nerds, (laughs) why not? So he's like, fuck yes. You know, I was like, yeah, you bring your little brother and shit, and we'll just sit around and we'll just watch fucking movies all night. It sounds like fun, right? This is before I smoked cigarettes. (laughs) This is before I smoked anything. This is (laughs) clean living, George. (laughs) It's like, all right. So (laughs) I go over there. He sees the first one. He's fucking moved, as any human should be. And then, um... Uh, two. And then, you know, we, we go through the whole fucking thing, you know? Boom. He likes it so much. A year later, he's like, hey, man. You gonna do it again? I'm like, sure, man. They'll bring more friends over. So now we brought, like, the d d friends over and shit. And now we all watch the goddamn movie. All right? Cool. I think now we're, what, soft, maybe... Sophomore, maybe freshmen or sophomores in high school. I think, no, we got to be sophomores because I met in my freshman year. That's that's just a fact. Because I didn't meet Rachel until my fucking freshman year. I didn't know where I'm fucking middle school. I don't think. No, that was all Liz and shit. Well, that's all Liz. Wait, what, what, what am I talking about this shit on here for? Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we do it year after year after year after year. Like, there's, like, the third year, like, women show up and shit. Like, Rosa shows up. And, like, Aaron shows up. And, shit, like, if you at least watch the first one, ladies, you'll like the first one. And Believe me. Like, the, the second one, I'm telling you. I can't stand that second fucking Rocky movie. It's, dang, it's so long. It Like, the pacing is so fucked. So he tries to tighten it up on the third one, and it's all fucked up. But at least it's sort of fun. It... Doesn't it's stupid, but it's it's at least sort of fun. And then four, it's sort of I, I, I don't know. It I I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Alright, thanks, ESPN. <laughs> um and then Rocky Balboa five, <laughs> that's the funniest part of the night every time. uh dude, the first night it was the funniest shit because I already knew because I've already seen them all. I've seen them all a bunch. So, like, I know five, dude. Five sucks. Five stinks. There's nothing good about five, basically. But, like, except like, you wanna knock him, you you know you wanna knock him down, try knocking me down. That's it. There's like one line in 90 minutes of movie. And oh man, it is brutal. And it's so funny because you've been up all night, and now you have to sit through the Fucking worst Rocky movie ever made at that time. Because <laughs> Rocky Balboa came out later. <laughs> but fucking Rocky 5 is so brutal. Oh, it's brutal. Oh, it's brutal. Oh, especially after watching all the other ones. Oh, man. Getting through 2 a motherfucker too. To get to 3, I'm telling you, bruh. John Reed will tell you too, bruh. To getting through two to get to three is a motherfucker every time. But what was really what was really cool to me was after we had graduated, he goes, Well, we're about to go, I'm about to go to college or whatever the fuck. So I must I don't know. I don't know how the hell. Maybe I did the first one before I I don't know. Anyway. All I know is after we had graduated, I got like basically a phone call of like, hey, um, you know, since like you started this <laughs> I was wondering if you wanted to come to the uh fifth and final um Rocky Fest, which is what we ended up calling it Rocky Fest. <laughs> and um I was like, sure man. They got a t shirt. They made up t shirts. <laughs> They went on a 5k run because he'd become a runner in in between the times because of Rocky and shit. And it's just so funny. I just I was out there smoking. By that point I had started smoking cigarettes. So and they had moved into a new home and like, you know, this is like it before he had become the commissioner or whatever the fuck he uh Mr. Ronald Reed became. Jeff had a really cool room in the basement and shit, and, like, it's cool. But it was just, and Mrs. Reed is still the nicest lady in the world. She is. She's so damn nice. <laughs> anyway, whatever. But, yeah, so, it was like, what a weird fucking history with that goddamn movie, right? But so it was really cool to just kind of have them all sort of just back back in the fold again. And But that first movie, I'm telling you, man. It's a special piece of movie. You, they don't make them like that often. And, like, it's up there, like I said, with my Die Hard, with that uh, Into the Spider-Verse. It's also, um, what else did I get? I'm just looking at my cabinet, like, through my eyeballs. Well, the one the one I can think of right now that, like, is not very good. Well, it's not bad, but it ain't. It's not an all-time classic by any fucking me. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Because, well, I got Platoon because I had never seen Platoon. And I was like, you know the cast of Platoon is out of this world, right? You know? It's Tom Berenger, Charlie Sheen. Johnny Depp like let me it's just easier to fucking read (laughs) them just put platoon cast Keith David right (laughs) there you go yeah just give me the platoon cast. There you go. Yeah. Johnny Dub, Charlie Sheen, Willem Dafoe, Forrest Whitaker, Keith, David, Tom Berenger, John C. McGinley, Kevin Dillon, Mark Morris, Francisco Quinn, Richard Edison, Corey Glover from, uh, what's his, uh, Living Color. Fuck. You know, Reggie Johnson, uh, Chris Patterson, like, it's brutal. That's just like the main cast. There's other motherfuckers in the background that are that ended up being people, you know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy. But that's a good cast does not make a great film. Though it's still a very interesting and sort of it's pretty. It like I'm trying. I'm, I'm always sort of weird with uh Oliver Stone, right? Like but like like i said i've I've watched a lot of his films <laughs> I've seen a lot of movies <laughs> and like Oliver Stone is one of those dudes <laughs> that reminds me of like get shorty it's <laughs> like i don't like I get it but I don't get it you know what the fuck does that bullshit mean? No, just. <laughs> Oliver, how about this? Oliver Stone, IMDb, motherfucker. Uh, Alright, how about this? Ah, fuck it. I found it. <laughs> yeah, just show me the goddamn film list of his weird shit. First off, anybody who considers himself an iconoclast, I'm kind of bummed out. Okay. Sugar cookies. Salvador. What? What is this? Oh, I don't give a fuck about your producer credits, you asshole. <laughs> you asshole. All right. Last year in Vietnam. I've seen that bullshit. Seizure. I've seen that bullshit. Madman of Martinique. I haven't seen that. The Hand. I've seen that. Salvador. Ooh. Platoon, there you go. Wall Street, oof. talk radio, okay. Born on the 4th of July, mm. the doors, mm. JFK, mm. heaven and hell, mm. next one killers. Actually, don't mind that one, even though it's probably awful if I look at it today. Nixon, nope. U turn, nope. <laughs> Any given Sunday, nope. Commandante, nope. <laughs> <Alex> <laughs> America Undercover, couldn't tell you. He did two episodes alexander don't care oh no i saw that shit and that is shit world trade center nope w nope (laughs) south of the border never nope wall street money never sleeps hell no (laughs) Castro winner no savages no why do people always use savages savages was like a movie from 1971 written by michael O'Donoghue, but never mind savages the interrogations no the untolders the united states whatever me and me he's in pre-production of white lies which should be cute wow so like (laughs) it's like i don't think i like him right it's like it's not like i don't like him but it's like i always think he's okay But I think Platoon might be, like, his grace note. Like, you know? Like, you know, if he has a grace note, it's Platoon. For my... Actually, for my money. Weirdly, it's that fucking gross Rodney Dangerfield scene in Natural Born Killers. It's so gross. It's like, oh, God. I really do sort of like that movie, but I don't know. I'd have to see it again. I saw that in the theaters, too, in 1994. I saw JFK in the theaters in 1991. I saw The Doors in the theaters in 1991. Jesus. I was 11. Let's put on a song. Let's put on a song.
5: She turned away, no play I said, okay, you don't really look good I hope you have a bad day hey! Sat back, relaxed, though the vibe was tight I was thinking of the vibes I wrote last night Next stop was mine, a familiar scene I was meeting my friend, Killer Ben Before Green, where the girls are real They tell you how they feel If you're soft, you're soft But if you're hard, like still no See, I don't bend, and I won't rust And I don't break, and I won't bust Stomped up the street. And did I hear a squeak? Hard, hot, heels tapping on the concrete. I took a peek and was the girl from the train behind me. Did she live in the area? Was she trying to find me? I didn't want to play myself out. I played it all. stopped then I bought again a style. Now, was she shy? She didn't walk by. She came in the store. And she even said, Hi, curiosity. At a high velocity. Maybe possibly. She had a hot for me. I said, If we're playing games, then we're going to play mine. I'm going to lay the rules because it ain't much time. If you hide your feelings, it ain't hard to find. I want, I want to know what you And I called her Hello. I said, yo, can I beat the arm? Um? She said, no way, yo, I know I didn't call I didn't wanna stress you Go out my way to impress you Press to undress you yeah <laughs> I wanna get to know you So I can show you what a strong relationship you, but you gotta trust me, and you're gonna love me, squeeze your phone and hug me, use your mind to rub me, now how does it feel when my mental massage your temple? telephones hot from the vibes that I sent you, now tell me your inner thoughts and deepest emotions, next you see ecstasies explosions, now I'm coming to see you, to spend some time, I'm a romantic warrior, but is it a crime, and if you hide your feelings, it ain't hard to find, I wanna know what's on the So we met in Queens and went to Valley streams and I couldn't remember the movie we just seen. But it's Wednesday, take the train uptown. How to 125th Street sound? Hey. Amateur night show chimer the Apollo, probably be watching Bill Cosby tomorrow. Hey. Then after that get into it. I mean intimate. Every word is an instrument, making sounds and tones and songs and moans. My lips so close to your ear, it's like headphones. She smiled and said, you never know what the day will bring. It's always a new song to sing. The next day, I went back to arrest, knocked on the door intent his finesse. She let me in and had nothing but a negligee on, smelling like Liz Claiborne. I sat down and got comfortable and watched her comfortable She sat next to me and said, what's up with you? I got the feeling of sexual healing and mental healing. how you feeling? She caught the effect and said she feels the same. Could you massage my intellect and stop the pain? Cause I ain't The fire's burning, The hot. consists a lot you're learning. Now I'm ready to explore your inner world. It takes a long time, cause some just forget it, girl. Shake it easy, cut off the TV, cut off the lights. Use your mind to see me. Use your physical form if I'm hard to find. Cause now I know what's on your mind. I- Know what's on your mind
1: get out of here i'm gonna leave you with five more minutes to eric b and mark kim and say good night good night
5: I made my debut in 86 with a melody and a president's mix And I would stay on target and refuse to miss And I still make hits and beats All these clubs and cars and jeeps My underground sound, I face the streets MCs want to beef and I play for keeps When they sweat the technique Don't sweat the technique know How many bombs have I ripped wrecked? But researchers never found all the pieces yet Scientists try to solve the context Philosophers are wondering what's next Pieces took the lab to observe them They couldn't absorb them They didn't deserve them My ideas are only for the audience ears My opponents, it might take years Pencils and pens and swords, Letters put together from a key to cause I'm also a sculpture, born with structure Because of my culture, I'm a ripping destructor That'll be full of technology complete sights and new heights after I get deep You don't have to speak, just see. And peep the technique don't, don't sweat the technique I speak in the squeak then I get deep in the beat, think the cleat Hold with the seats, never weak or obsolete They never wrote old techniques, become antiques Better than something brand new, cause it's original In the wild style I have much more volume Classical, too intelligent to be radical Masterful, never irrelevant, mathematical Here's some soup and souvenirs For all the years, you for the sword of Thoughts and ideas It's cool when you freak to the beat But don't sweat the technique Don't sweat the technique Soon as you hear it, pump up the volume, dance with the speaker till you hear it blow. Then plug in a headphone, cause here it go. It's a full letter word when it's heard. Control your body to dance. So, dot text the tempo like a red alert your reflex and let it work when this is playing you can't get stuck with the steps so can say and i'ma still come up with a gift to be swift follow the leader the rhyme i go deaf with the record that was mixed a long time ago it could be done but only i could do it for those that could dance and clap your hands to it i start to think and then i sink into the paper like i was in. when i'm writing i'm trapped in between the line i escape when i finish the rhyme i got so soul, so soul, soul, soul. Is empty. A beat like this might tempt me to post show my rings in my fat gold chain. Grab the mic like I'm on, so trained, but I wait, cause I master this. Let the others go first so the brothers don't miss. Eric, we break the sticks. got it! Rock him, will begin when you make the mix. I'll experiment like a scientist. You wanna rhyme? You gotta sign my list. Cause I'ma manifest and bless the mic I hold. You wanna the next? Then you gotta have soul. Cause if you ain't got it, I'ma make a hardcore. Take the mic, make the people respond for the awe Cause that's the way it'll have to be you want to get on after me, think about it, wait, erase your rhyme, forget it, and don't waste your time, cause I'll be in the crowd if you ain't controlling it, drop the mic, you shouldn't be holding it, this is how it should be done, this style is identical to none, some try to make it sound like this, but you're getting me, so upset that I'm wet cause you're sweating me, I drip steam like a microphone theme, ego to MC is my theme, I get hyped, when I hear drum roll, rock cameras on the mic, and you know I got soul, Rock him, get stronger as I get older. Constant elevation cause expansion. I write my rhymes while I cool in my mansion. Recorded the from the microphone solo with. So you sit.
0: And they're all scratched I can't-